Support for this podcast and the following message come from Internet Essentials from Comcast. Connecting more than 6 million low-income people to low-cost, high-speed Internet at home. So students are ready for homework, class, graduation, and more. Now they're ready for anything. It's a Plus One podcast from All Songs Considered. Today, an interview with Sylvan Esso. Back in April, right about the time Sylvanesso were releasing their second album called What Now, the duo of Amelia Meath and Nick Sanborn got a bunch of their North Carolina buddies to join them in a studio in Asheville, North Carolina, to re-record a handful of the songs from What Now, this time as a big live band. Members of Y Oak, The Mountain Goats, His Golden Messenger, Mountain Man, and Megaphone got together for a day at Echo Mountain Studios, and these sessions were captured to create a visual EP that comes out July 28th. And each day this week, NPR Music will roll out a new video from Sylvan Esso's Echo Mountain Sessions. Today's installment is a version of Rewind. I was curious about these sessions, so I asked Nick and Amelia, who are in Durham, North Carolina, to join me in a conversation. And I start by asking about the inspiration behind this project. Something we've been talking about doing for a while, um, since the last record. And then... uh, You're tired of each uh, other, right? That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I think we just always like any time you get the opportunity to kind of approach a song... Uh, in a different way, it it allows you to kind of remove someone from from being married to the original recording, mm-hmm. and and by doing that, I think you kind of get to see what the song actually is. You do a little of that when you go from making a record to then just taking it live, right? You you learn more about your tunes. Indeed, but this was a new way. We started. We did this project before we even really went out on tour with the new record. It was kind of a nice way to get out of like studio head to like breathe new air into the songs yeah we had kind of just finished the record Mm -hmm. and we were kind of in a headspace where we really wanted to just yeah let them breathe in a different way and kind of have a different relationship to it than we'd had the entire time we'd been making it which you know i think for a lot of bands it gets the the last push of finishing a record uh is is usually a little hairy (laughs) and so i think we were just kind of looking for a way to kind of uh get a better idea of what the songs actually were so back mm-hmm. uh, in April, the record came out in, in April, and then so roughly back around the time the record came out, you go into a studio, really beautiful studio, Echo Mountain Studios, is that right, in, in Asheville? Yes. Is that? Yeah. Describe the space for people, and then describe who you brought into this uh, wonderful project. So Echo Mountain is a converted cathedral? Church? Yes, church, yeah. It's a church, and there it has many rooms in it, but we got to use the cathedral room for this project, which was a dream because of all of the stained glass windows yeah. and yeah it's just a beautiful space and you know we are kind of used to much smaller studios the, the music we make tends to exist in kind of a smaller space when mm-hmm. we're making it so being able to go into a place like that where the live room is kind of a classic old live room you know it's just a space that that lets something happen in a totally different way the space itself kind of becomes a part of the recording and it's like its own instrument you know mm-hmm. makes you feel like a grown-up band it makes you feel like a grown-up <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so the people you invited in are uh they're friends these are oh. people they're so, yeah a bunch of bunch of north carolina friends yeah from our favorite bands around, around so we got town. uh molly sarley and and alexander salzer from mountain man 
who all both have their own bands. Indeed, we got Ryan Gustafson from the band The Dead Tongues. He also plays with his Golden Messenger. He's playing he's on guitar. guitar. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's playing guitar. Uh, uh, Joe Westerland from Megaphone and Grandma Sparrow is on drums, who we've, who we've played with a bunch of times in the Indeed. past. Yeah, and Jen Wasner, who's on keys yeah. and bass and like kind of anything kind of she anything can get her hands she on. She can play anything, <laughs> yeah. and she's amazing. And uh, Matt Douglas on saxophone and flute. You were t- mentioning Jen Wasner. I'm watching a video right now of Jen. She's on, I don't quite tell what the keyboard is. Oh, that little reed organ? Yeah. It's not a I, I love those instruments. Uh, yeah, it's, it's an old... Uh, it's basically like an automated harmonium, you know, like you plug it in and air moves through the reeds and then uh, it's this very kind of old kind of organ. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love how those sound. They just sound so emotional. <laughs> Let's human. listen to a bit of this and then we'll come back and you can describe the scene a little more. So describe what, what's going on here. You, you're all in one room, which is, or at least I think all of you are in one room, which is unusual for a studio session. Gotta have a live sound there, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really wanted to do something that f- that felt like a bunch of people in a room. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we didn't want it to sound sterile at all. We wanted it to feel kind of flawed and and in the moment you know we, we only we only practiced for an afternoon and then did all that in a day mm-hmm. you know so we, we wanted to kind of keep it loose and imperfect uh wait to to kind of let it breathe in a different way you know did you do all of the songs in a day or you just did this particular yeah. one you did all of them. no, no all we of did them. all the songs in a day nice yeah. work people <laughs> thanks <laughs> and and I, yeah we I'm, wanted it to feel like a session you know it it doesn't uh i don't think at this point every Unless you gave them copies, it wasn't like music that everybody was super familiar with. So, even um, more heroic that everybody pulled this off in an afternoon. Oh yeah, I mean we're just so lucky to be surrounded by so many talented people. Yeah, uh, who are all, all of whom are excited about contributing and being a part of something. I mean, it's just uh, the musical community here is so rich. Uh, we're, we're very, very blessed to be a part of it. And, Indeed. Uh, and I'm watching you, Nick, play bass here. Uh, tell us who else is singing. Uh, we described some of the players, that cool guitar player. Uh, 
Yeah, that's Ryan. that's oh. that's Ryan Gustafson. Really? Yeah. And he's so good. Yeah. yeah, his band is unbelievable. If you like that guitar part he's playing right there, it's his true. band is like that vibe. Yeah, dead, he's the number tongues. one North Carolina hottie. The dead, the tongues. dead tongues. Yeah, man. Oof, they're a great band. Yeah, what a babe. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and then singing back up for me can there. You say that again? <laughs> That Ryan Gustafson like, yeah, yeah. is the number one North Carolina hottie. Yeah, he's a total babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know he sucks up most of the oxygen in the room, but who else is in the room? <laughs> <laughs> so Alex, Alexandra Sazermanning and Molly Sarley from Mountain Man are Indeed. singing back up right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe's, Joe's playing drums. There's a flute player Indeed. here. That's oh, Matt yeah, Douglas. That's, that's Matty Bones. Yeah. Um, he also plays uh, in... Mountain Goats. In the Mountain Goats. In and the Hot at Nights, this awesome mm-hmm. jazz trio. It's a lot of mountain things going on here. you got Mountain Man, Mountain Goats, <laughs> Echo Mountain Stage. It's the truth. Well, we're in a mountainous... <laughs> Durham isn't in a mountainous area, but Asheville certainly Asheville, is. Asheville. Yeah, we were, we were in a range. Indeed. <laughs> it's an arrangement. on the radio no less (laughs) i think jen's playing the wurlitzer there yeah she it's just that was a beautiful part about this group of people that is that we'd we'd start playing something and everyone had listened to the stuff a few times but they just showed up and just picked up whatever seemed like the right thing to do at Mm -hmm. that moment i mean i mean i think jen plays four or five different instruments throughout the course of the Mm -hmm. little record she's Um, a talented soul Man, Darn no Tootin. kidding. Yeah. Did she sing at all on any of these? No, actually, yeah, she was really excited to not sing. <laughs> Which I wasn't expecting, uh-huh. but it was great. What did you learn about your tunes? I don't even know if you can express that sort of thing in words, but here's the idea is you tear something up, you put it back together. It's different than the original intent. Uh, do the words does take on different meaning? Does... Uh, is it something that you might add into uh, a live show in some way? I don't mean bring all these people on stage, but I mean some of the textures and so forth. Honestly, what it it mostly taught me about the idiosyncratic nature of Nick and I's collaboration, which is that we we like isolated ourselves in this like tiny zone and make these songs, and then when we bring them out to other musicians, a lot of the time was spent kind of explaining the rules of each song which was which are actually quite weird when you break them down but um, since we had never had to say it out loud exactly <laughs> we didn't realize yeah that. which was really really fun to kind of let let people in on this what is usually a one-on-one in- interaction of our collaboration being like no come come into this weird zone that we've created well and yeah and again you know we were right at the tail we had just finished this thing and this thing happens, at least for me and for a lot of people I know who make records, where right at the tail end, you kind of, you've heard all of these recordings so many times and in so many different forms that you kind of lose sight of what the the plot is, mm-hmm. you know, like what the thing is that makes the song the song and what makes it good and what made you want to write it in the first place. Yeah. And that's not, you know, a, a hugely existential problem. It's just like you've been listening to the minutia of how loud the kick drum is. Exactly. For, like that's where your focus has gone, you know? It so, becomes almost psychedelic. Yeah. Honestly. It's it's and you just lose it. You lose this thing that you spent so much time on. And so to immediately go and hear it 
hear them, hear the songs, not the recordings, but the songs breathe in this totally different way and have them reflected back at us kind of by our friends and our community. It just gave me a whole new eye. It reminded me what they were. Yeah, exactly. We got to go, get back to the to the center of the songs that we'd written. Which I'm endlessly grateful for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why I thought of this, but it just reminds me of like a doctor, like a closely examining an eye or, or looking in your ears and having no idea who this human is, you know, and then going out and exactly. having, a, having yeah. a conversation and a dinner with them. And, oh, yeah, that's so You start as a doctor being like, oh, I want to help people. And then slowly you're like, now I'm just just ear, nose and throat. Right. That's all I pay attention to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You all said something that just was fascinating to me that I want you to walk back with if you can do this, which is you said to teach people something like this, you to teach people the rules of the songs, is I think the way you put it. Um, yeah. So if I start to play uh, this, could you tell me uh, if there what rules you would... Let's play a little bit. You think about it. What rules would you have taught these or told these people to... About the song. Let's, let's give it a minute. Good, by the way. I just, uh, just thought I'd add that in there. Uh, yeah, I'm a hot possum. <laughs> <laughs> and Jen's playing bass here. So uh, the rules. Yep. So, so yeah. So like for this one, um, the, this song is a very simple song. It's kind of one progression the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing. Um, but the thing that makes the song the song is this pushing and pulling of the amount of energy that's being injected into that at any one point, you know? Yeah. And so it wasn't really until we started uh, playing it with other people that we realized that like, oh, the parts can change and the the individual pieces can change. The The thing that makes it the song is this these various steps of how exciting it is in any given moment, exactly. how much air is in the balloon. Yeah, huh. it's growing intent, like figuring out how to... To energetically manipulate the song so that it's constantly moving forward and becoming like continuing to step up this stair yeah. that actually culminates in this breakdown that we're hearing right now. But yeah, you know, like like you think that on its on its surface it's a very easy, it's a very simple song. You know, it's just this one thing. But if you just play one thing the entire time, it's not very. It doesn't do what the song's right. supposed to do. It's you know. Do this. Um, <laughs> We got a sax going on here. Oh yeah, it's Maddie Bones. Yeah. <laughs> also, the yeah. the intricacies of explaining to someone how to sing backup parts is really strange. Oh, what would you or say? Or like what 
like well you know you have to talk about like what's what parts of words you want them to enunciate or what kind of vowel sound you want yeah. which is actually quite hard and usually you end up saying like say the word like you're petting a cat <laughs> <laughs> So that the you know, or so, like something slave. totally. Ne- <laughs> it's yeah, or it's a uh, like um, to like the staccato notes of enunciation on like the um, like what can we do to get you on the news, which is actually like a big wuh sound, and then all of the other sounds are like very very staccato and kind of just suggestions of vowel sounds not really actually the sounds well that's the thing you know you're in the studio so as this i think this is a big thing after you've done or if you've been through this thing that we went through which is like making these recordings and slaving over them and being crazy and you realize you're like deconstructing something after the fact you know you're you're after it's like afterwards you're trying to recreate what happened during the car crash you know and you're like well i it worked that time. Okay, what was it about it that did that? You yeah. know, is what subtle thing was it that did that? Mm-hmm. Um, which yeah. is interesting. And you for can us, e- you can easily kill it too. <laughs> was there anything you did that didn't work? I mean, you put out five oh, songs. Oh yeah. Did you did you record oh, yeah. there, more? I mean, and and uh, they're in the clunker. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Oh no, mm. we don't discard anything. Yeah, That's not <laughs> everything. We do is pure gold. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, no, not at all. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we it's it was a band meeting for the first time. Right. I think that was kind of my favorite part of the whole thing was that it was it was getting to have a first practice with a with a band that had never played together before. So yeah. you're as a group just kind of trying to, you know, follow the river and you you don't always nail it the first time, but that's kind of the fun part is is figuring out where you went wrong and retracing your steps and then and then finding the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so inspiring every time it works out it's it's just so cool could you ever imagine like doing a a a whole record i mean you're doing this ep as this but these are songs that were born but could you imagine uh expanding your world for a record or a song on a record um with a band Mm-hmm. Potentially, mm-hmm. not necessarily for Sylvanesso, I don't think. Yeah. There's so much more for us to explore within our collaboration. Yeah, in, I think it would take a while. In making weird, freaky pop songs. I don't think I need. Uh, we need other energies in the room, necessarily. We're right. still figuring out our two energies in the room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're still trying to figure out how to not be mean to each other, let alone <laughs> other people. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's uh you never know. This was really fun. Yeah, that being said, like there's there's you know so much room for we all collaborate with each other regularly on each other's projects, you know. So yeah. I feel like I've I've been getting that collaboration with all these people for, you know, the 5 years that I've lived in North Carolina. Yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, our our records, I think we when we find a song, we try to let it be what it wants to be. You know, we try to not get too much in the way and just figure out how it actually wants to come to fruition. And so I can totally see a future in which a song would ask for something like this. I want to play uh, one more thing. And uh, this is a, it's so spare and beautiful. It's a version of uh, Slackjaw. It was a, this was a fun one. That's Jen on Jen Wassner on piano. Yeah, she's and remind people the original song, the original version was basically a very uh, 
tingly little uh, synth. Yeah, there's there's right. almost nothing to it. Yeah, yeah, so it's it just uh, barely holds uh, itself together. Yeah. Sometimes I'm above but mostly I'm at sea. like drop me. Can't you see? There's so many rhythms and harmonies in a walking without a bed. It's not like I got hurt or broken or ruined on the way. It's an ache in a chance. Swallow in a cage. Always like drop me. Can you see? There's so many rhythms and harmonies. He never walk in the dark. Is it a sign or just a The words for you, Amelia, this is a, uh, I think you described it as life is awesome, but I'm still sad, maybe. Is that, was that, was that, was that, yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're in this cathedral looking room, is, and is that sunlight or, 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 or well, partly uh, video lights, but it looks like it's daytime. Nick, you're on that, uh, that reedy organ again is that what that what yeah. you're doing there and jen's yeah. on the piano when you amelia hear uh such different texture behind a song how does the inflection in your voice and that stuff is it describable how how it changes you um well you know it's like in any in any environment no matter you know if you change your environment you're going to adapt to it right so yeah I think the original Slackjaw we actually recorded without any accompaniment. And then Nick added the actual arrangement under me. And so this was the first time I'd ever actually played the song with other <laughs> musicians. Wow. In, like in real time. Yeah. And the first time I'd ever so intimately played with Jen before, who of course had been like, guess what I did? I learned all the parts on piano too. <laughs> She's amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is that your official Jen Wasner uh, impression? That's yeah. Nobody knows this. That's yeah, what she that's sounds like when she's she not singing. Like when she sounds singing. gorgeous when she's singing. Yeah, okay. and then all of a sudden she's like, oh really? Guess what? Hi. It's me. Jen, she sounds like um, a hand puppet, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... I have the tendency uh, to 
do the same performance over and over and over again. Once I figure out what I like, mm-hmm. I can pretty much uh, sing the songs as as close to exactly the same as I humanly can. Uh, so I was for this one for this project, I was trying to figure out how to not be so controlling and give myself <laughs> permission to uh, feel around in it, which I do all the time when I'm just like, you know, uh, like sweeping and cleaning the house and singing to myself or, but when I'm performing, it's really easy to just be like, no, you know what? It really worked that one time. So we're going to do it exactly the same every time. Well, I think it was cool because we hadn't played it. You know, I think we'd maybe played it one other time. Is that even possible? Like one other time, maybe? Yeah. And then we just got this opportunity to kind of, you know, we just the same thing that happens with the rest of, it, of the songs on the thing. It was just, you know, we just got to be there and react to them as they were happening and, and let that lead the way, you know? Yeah, it's a real gift to be able to refeel your songs in an authentic way again, particularly because, so what we did for Slack Joe was we record the demo vocals well, we recorded those, and then we came up with the music and recorded that, and then we needed new vocals and discovered that it was actually really hard to get... This always happens, we fall in love with the demo vocals, and then we have to redo them, and everything just feels fake and wrong. And so it took us a couple days to realize, and, and like a really good fight, <laughs> to realize that um, like we had to wait until like pretty late at night to record the slack job vocals. You I think that, that's, you yeah, did I think that that's because you wore happened. him down, you wore Nick down and you could win the <laughs> argument? <Is> that, <laughs> no. Oh, no. no. No, I just couldn't, I couldn't uh, get uh, the feeling right I see. at all until... It's so, it's so tough with singing. I'm so glad I don't sing on things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's got to be real. Yeah, it Or it's close to, be to real. real. Unless the song's about being fake, which I, is so fun. But... Um, I, think, I think that humans have really dialed in uh, you know, BS detectors. You know, I think we all te- know when someone's lying to us. And I, I think especially in music, you know, honesty, we talk about this all the time, me and Amelia, like honesty is I think the thing that across genre, across age, across anything else, that's the thing that draws us to music and all other artwork is when something just has that ring of honesty and a, gen- a genuine moment for somebody. And and so we really try to avoid anything recorded feeling kind of performative, unless that's part of what we want the message to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, and which is all why we always fall in love with the demo vocals. It's because it's like this this really because you're just singing take. to get the idea out. Yeah, right right after it's being written. Yeah. Well, this performance of Slackjaw is is just that. It's really exceptional, and there, there was no. I'm looking at it from the world of BS detector. I love that. I'm going to start to do that with with music. Maybe I do that, and I don't think about it. But it, I bet you do. Yeah, you yeah. totally <laughs> do. That. Uh, it's really gorgeous. I can't wait for everybody to see all these. All week long, we'll be rolling uh, a video out every day, and uh, it's it's really a treat. And, and I'm so happy you did this. Do it again. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. We absolutely will. Yeah, we, we had will. too much fun. We'll yeah. figure out a way to do it. Thank, you, thank you so much. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Amelia Meath, Nick Sanborn of Sylvan Esso. The new project is called Echo Mountain Sessions. Comes out July 28th as a visual EP. You can see all of the videos one day at a time, beginning today, Monday, July 24th, and carrying on every morning for the rest of the week. I'm Bob Boylan for NPR Music. It's all songs considered. Rose like Jarvis, can't you see? There's so many 
Thanks for listening. Check out all of NPR's podcasts at npr.org slash podcasts, including eight of the country's top 20 podcasts, according to PodTrack's podcast metrics. That's npr.org slash podcasts.